you understand. Hey everybody, I'm Tony Jones, and welcome to the Tony Jones Show. Uh, there's not enough people are willing to take the risk. It's just sort of a, a herd mentality, a lemming-like mentality. If you don't go with the flow, you're anti-American and therefore a suspect. The Tony Jones Show, featuring punk, rockabilly, psychobilly, and Providence, Rhode Island's finest, starts right now. He's a dangerous militia member, I hear. Oh, and there she blows. <laughs> Friends, the time for mediocrity and broadcasting is over. My name is Tony Jones, and you are tuned into the Tony Jones Show, your destination for talk and rock. With me, as always, is my occasional co-host, Mr. George Garner. George, good evening. I like that. Occasionally, uh, wow, what a contradiction of terms I've become. <laughs> right? Good evening. You know, normally the Tony Jones Show would be, there's a few things where we're a free 
free zone. That is, we're free of certain things. Um, American football is one of those things. This show is always a, a football-free zone unless one of our guests slip up and then we take them out back and we beat the crap out of them. And they're never a guest again. <laughs> and they're never allowed back in the building. Um, also, I just want to let everybody know, Star Wars, the Tony Jones show is a Star Wars-free zone. Now, is that because you have heard unspeakable things about this or just in principle? You know, I'm, I'm not, just have never been a Star Wars fan. And some things just get to that fever pitch in pop culture where you, you can't take any more of it. And I can't take any more of it. <laughs> no, I feel the same way about zombies. And, you know, normally holiday music, the Tony Jones show would also be a holiday music free zone. But I have found two songs worthy, holiday S songs worthy of the Tony Jones show. That one you just heard from Osaka pop star off of the album Hopping Ghost. Actually, the album is Hopping Ghost. That tune was Hopping Ghost. And uh, man, I've been listening to that all day, driving around doing holiday related things. So I said, well, we got to kick oh, that it on, a good, that's a good on the one. show. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, following in that very same uh, genre, I have one more holiday song coming up. And then after that, We'll go back to our usual thing. After one more holiday song, we'll go back to spinning the best local music around. Facebook.com slash Tony Jones Show. I'm on Twitter at Tony Jones in RI. Of course, be sure to check out TonyJones.org and RIFreeRadio.org. We're going to talk about in just a little bit, some friends of mine recently had some very successful events, so I want to talk about that. George, you and I played a gig just a few days ago. We did, and we were surrounded by some very good local music. That, that was a blast, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. And uh, while we're doing that, we'll spin some of the best local music around. But before we get back to the local music, another holiday track for you. This is from The Misfits' Horror Christmas, and this track is, you're not going to believe it, here's The Misfits doing Blue Christmas. You heard it here on The Tony Jones Show. Bring me the world. 
Coming in at a whopping 2 minutes and 28 seconds, the unfortunately now defunct The Jesse Minute right here on The Tony Jones Show, who, George, reminds me of one of our favorite uh, semi-local band. I guess they'd be more of a regional, regional band. Regional at this point. I know who you're going to say. The yeah. Charms, who yeah, somewhat, we have, we yeah. have been playing for years and years on this show, and they were defunct for quite some time. And now the magic of the internet has told me that The Charms are making a comeback, including tour dates and including a new album i'll tell you i i hope for the best i don't know if they're ever going to beat charmed i'm sure though (laughs) charmed i'm sure is probably one of the i would say and you know we don't give away compliments easily here on the tony jones show no we're we're scrooge like in our compliments (laughs) probably one of the best local releases in like the past 10 years yeah i i would drop that local i mean that's just a great album it just it's, is. As we mentioned before, it makes for great. And, yeah, like you said, hopefully the, the new album stacks up. Uh, the Charms, Charmed, I'm sure, makes great driving around music. You put that CD in your car and you head for the beaches or you head for the city or you head for Thayer Street and it, it holds up the whole time. Yeah, and you recognize the greatness of it because you just let it recycle. Right. I mean, you can literally drive, you know, from here to New York City with nothing else on, this, <laughs> on the CD player. Which I uh, I did with the Dead Kennedys once, actually we were the it was the actually George it was that time where after the the uh, the the stretch of shows I came back to Rhode Island and almost died, <laughs> <laughs> but we listened to the Dead Kennedys through that whole uh, drive back that and marathon. forth, yeah, from back and forth from New York and uh, into uh, the backwoods of Connecticut and uh, and <laughs> such. Let's, uh, let's get back to the local music, then we'll come back, we'll talk about, uh, i got to congratulate some friends, some great events I've attended, and we'll talk a little bit about this uh, past weekend's Tony Jones and the Cretan 3 show, which incidentally, uh, videos are available at facebook.com slash Tony Jones show, and of course, Tony Jones and the Cretan 3 are Googleable. look for us on Facebook. We had a blast, and kind of one of my favorite venues that we played at, and unfortunately, um, We've lost a lot of venues, and we're losing a lot of venues, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Before that, we'll let the ladies have their say, as we do here on the Tony Jones Show. Here's Roz Raskin and the Rice Cakes. This is Floorboards. No 
The sweet lo-fi sounds of Listen Lady right here on the Tony Jones Show. That was Little Mouse. Before that, we heard from Roz Raskin and the Rice Cakes Floorboards, the name of that one. You are tuned in to the Tony Jones Show, facebook.com slash Tony Jones Show. On the almighty Twitter, at Tony Jones in RI. Be sure to check out rifreeradio.org. And if you'd like to be on this very show, go to TonyJones.org, click on the contact page. We have, in fact booked our first guest for the new year. 30 Silver will be in studio in just a few weeks' time. They're from up in Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, Facebook.com slash 30 Silver Band if you want to check them out. I'm looking at their Facebook page right now, and they describe themselves as rock, grunge, punk, loud. Possibly four of my favorite things (laughs) when it comes to music, and they've crammed that into their genre. So uh, that's going to be a good time. looking forward to... uh, they're, they're one of those uh, enthusiastic bands. When you talk to them, you know, they're, they're kind of like us, George. They're just happy to still be doing it. They're happy to be playing out. And uh, Well, you don't have to pry interview statements out right. of them one syllable yeah. at a time. They're great guys. They're not going to come here to the studio and stare at their shoes. They're not going to drive all the way from Boston to friggin' West Warwick, Rhode Island, and stare at their shoes the whole time. <laughs> but I do have to congratulate uh, two people. I have to congratulate Jim for Rhode Island Food Fights a few weekends ago. I attended the Great Cookie, I believe it's the Smackdown, or is it a Throwdown? Anyway, it's the Hope Artist Village, just uh, filled up with cookies, and uh, this was this is the fourth one. This is my first time attending, and I just had a blast, and uh, let's just say I may or may not have had the diabetes by the end of the event, and that was my first time actually being exposed to that part of Hope Artist Village, the, the, the shopping part. You do seem to have a tendency toward affiliating yourself with good causes that involve food, don't you? <laughs> you know, that's exactly it because, and I don't want to get too political, especially this time of year and especially on this show, but Rhode Island has so very few things going for it. <laughs> and I think that's a little bit of an understatement. Uh, but the culinary, you know, we talk about it a lot here, but the culinary hospitality scene um, thriving is thriving and is it, it is huge right now. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's been huge for as far as I can remember, but it, there's really through social media and all these things has really been a resurgence of, uh, you know, it was just a great quality, low dough event. I think we pumped in a, a little coupon code and I think for, for me and the girlfriend for all we could eat cookies and coffee and milk all day, it came to like under 20 bucks. Yeah. And uh, also our good friend Chuckles the Clown the same weekend, he had just an off the charts Toys for Tots event. Now, and I, I mentioned this on his show and I mean this is a compliment and not an insult. When I pulled up to the venue, there were so many cars there, so many people there, I thought I had the wrong place. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was a great night. It was packed, and uh, things, things kept moving along, and uh, cheap drinks, good friends, and they just raised a, a ton of physical donations for Toys for Tots, so that was a blast. And, um, you know, it's that time of year, but you, you, you have to do your research, and one of those uh, charities that you can always count on, that they take no money off the top, is... Toys for Tots. So just if you're 
lucky enough to be donating. We've talked about it before. Do your dil- do your dil- you do your due diligence. You almost got us hate mail storm there. Do your research. Bit. Do not listen. If the CEO of the charity is flying around in a private event, a uh, private jet, and having private events. Now let, let's not let's not no no slaps at global warming <laughs> conferences here now. This Toys for Tots is, and we have some great local ones, a legit charity. Yeah, you're starting to worry me, Tony. Despite your best efforts, your political side is starting to seep into this program. I'm trying to bite my tongue. (laughs) You know, years ago, I probably, which is the reason why I've been fired from every radio station in town, I would just get behind the microphone and spout off names and possibly contact information (laughs) for these quote-unquote charities. But not this week. We're just going to, it's all about the music here on the Tony Jones Show. So we're going to go way off the seasonal type music and we're going to go off kind of our regular genre this is actually a cd i picked up at rhode island comic-con it is tiki zombie welcome to tiki z's and you'll think this is cool george this isn't actually this is actually a companion cd to the tiki zombie comic book series Hmm. which i thought is something i haven't seen in the past and a very interesting uh situation where you could get all the comics and the music all together so it's actually an audio companion for you to put on while you're reading the comics, the Tiki Zombie comic series. And uh, I think you're all going to like this. This is Tiki Zombie in action by Timothy Price. Chances are, I'm going to almost guarantee you heard it here first on the Tony Jones Show.
Abducted, the name of that one. It's some colorblind right here on the Tony Jones Show. Online at TonyJones.org, Facebook.com slash Tony Jones Show, and on the almighty Twitter at Tony Jones in R.I. George Garner is here. George, we spent some time playing a gig at the Fat Squirrel on Friday night, and I got to say, I needed that. It was a blast. No, it was. I mean, and, you know, we were talking off mic about, you know, the clubs that have closed New ones rise to replace them. And, uh, the That's fat, true. The Fat Squirrel is a very good venue. Now, the Fat Squirrel, is, well, let's get back to the, unfortunately, closings, which uh, at the end of January, or I believe maybe at the end of February, we'll be leaving, losing our beloved Manchester 65 mere steps from our studio here. Now, the same night that we were playing at the Fat Squirrel, Casey's Tap in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, that was there last night. And also Simon's on Valley Street in Providence, they're going to be closed for three months. They're going to be renovating the whole joint, right, which it, mean, fixing which means, it up, cleaning which, it up. Which means don't bother dusting the rust off the padlock at the end of the three months, <laughs> really. There's a distinct possibility. I've seen that happen. I don't know. I mean, it comes down, and again, you know, we. I don't know if we talked about this on uh, the air of one of our shows or not, but a lot of times it comes down to club mismanagement. I mean, like, there's, we see the same thing again and again and again, like obvious steps that the club owners do not take, and then they wonder later on, like, what the hell happened? I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's see, we, we didn't pay our taxes to the city of Providence for about 13 years. <laughs> now, hmm. we're, now we're closed. <laughs> uh, let's see, we didn't do anything about uh, paying our rent or fixing that big gaping hole in the roof. <laughs> uh I wonder, you know, Simon's, I really don't have any obvious criticisms except that the stage was about a foot too high. And every time we played there, you know, kind of and repeating the same stupid behavior, I would bang my head on the overhead speakers <laughs> every time. I think I have a I think I have a lawsuit like of damage. You know, I think we played there two or three times and every single time I forgot where those things were. Yeah. Yeah. The stage is about a, a foot too high. So for that reason, I won't miss it. Maybe that's part of the uh, renovations. Lowering the Maybe stage. they're going to get rid of that. Because that was, back in the day, a quote-unquote disco. So that was a disco stage for just a, a, a guy and a DJ standing up there. It wasn't really, that particular stage wasn't really a live music stage. So that's oh, so, why oh, so it that, has oh, so that. that. So that stage wasn't renovated with the rest of the building. Right. Re remember, think if everybody is standing on platforms, you know, three feet high <laughs> from right, the disco right. era. <laughs> but our, our friends at the Fat Squirrel, they have a Kickstarter right now. And they're looking to rebrand as the Shelter Arcade Bar, which I've been to in New York, uh, in Brooklyn, is Barcade, which is a bar, and it has games. But it doesn't have the games that the kids today like. It has the ki the games from our generation. It is an arcade slash bar. So, Nostal you know, nostalgia. It has nostalgia. Yeah, so if you were one of, one of those young punks that were sn uh, smuggling beer into the arcade as a young man, Right. This is a, this is for you. This is the barcade. Okay, and they're going to literally change the name of the Fat Squirrel too. Which I guess the Kickstarter is to now to raise the seed money to yeah rebrand over to the barcade. Wow. Which I had I just found out the other night by the way that the reason the Fat Squirrel is the Fat Squirrel is because it's on Chestnut Street. Okay. For somehow for some reason that never ever occurred to me. I tell you. I think, 
I haven't been there often enough to be able to say how successful it's been going, you know, week to week, night to night. But I don't know. To me, that name, Fat Squirrel, is a pretty good job of, you know, branding in itself. I mean, that sounds like a name. You know, we have a little bit of experience in marketing. To me, that is a name that should work. And it's general enough that, you know, if they want to do the retro thing or if they want to do, you know, whatever you want to do with that name, I don't know if I would change it. There's there's nothing worse. It's almost like bands. There's nothing worse than a bar or a club that takes itself too seriously. And it, when you right. hear the fat squirrel, just like back in the day when you heard hell right. or baby head or the living room. Yeah, the first thing you do is grin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now what? Now when they rebrand it, they're going to change the name to what? To shelter. Shel- now nah, see that? See, I th- I don't know. I think we better speak to them. Maybe they can put you on the uh, consultant. Uh, consulting gig for I it. think that better because doesn't doesn't that sound to you like a, a lean toward the more serious it yeah I mean I think of an actual shelter, shelter. like a fallout shelter well <laughs> either a fallout a fallout shelter is the least of it you know, <laughs> think about the other connotations yeah that's of true the, yeah I didn't think that it uh then again I mean with some of the personal hygiene out there some of the people that you run into at bars and nightclubs are they have the same personal hygiene as the people you see at homeless shelters. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. yes, it's not, but it's not so much personal hygiene I'm worried about is, you know, there's a significant uh, number of people that are kicked out for bad behavior from the Salvation <laughs> Army shelter, kicked out for bad behavior from, um, where the, the uh, help me here, the... Uh, Amos House? <laughs> yeah, and not the one I was thinking of, but yes, you get the idea. <laughs> so, so we are going to get the lunatic fringe of the evicted homeless <laughs> into this building called the shelter which used to be very you know which used to be the fat squirrel and you know we're going to be playing centipede and we're going to be playing galaga <laughs> you know surrounded by homicidal bag ladies this this is what's going to happen now my question is if it's retro uh will the prices stay the same so you will you be able to actually put a quarter into the machine and play it and not have to pump in a buck 50 two bucks three bucks they were getting arcades were getting pretty expensive at the end yeah i'll tell you if I was going to do this, I would at least have a few token machines where you would do exactly that. Yeah. Seriously. That would I mean, be cool. That would work. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to get back down to the music now. Uh, a band that I have always said is one of the most underrated bands of all times, but we love them here on the Tony Jones Show. In my opinion, this band should be huge. They are the Smithereens. This is Blood and Roses. And also one of the best bass lines of all times.
Our good pals, Blindside Thunder, right here on the Tony Jones Show. Blue, 
Agave, the name of that one. Last time we chatted, I brought you into the Smithereens Blood and Roses. Facebook.com slash Tony Jones Show. On Twitter, at Tony Jones NRI. Don't forget to check out TonyJones.org. Incidentally, over at Facebook.com slash Tony Jones Show, I have shared with you the information regarding the Shelter Arcade Bar. Of course, they've launched a Kickstarter in order to come up with the seed money. Now, you know, George, I'm involved with this this group that is, they're looking to bring a water park to Rhode Island. And uh, it's experienced people in the amusement business, some people who were involved with uh, the management of Rocky Point and okay. have done amusements all over the, not only all over the United States, they've done amusements all over the world. Um, we have also launched a Kickstarter for Rhode Island Water Park, or should I say, we're about to launch a Kickstarter for Rhode Island Water Park to actually raise up the seed money. So there has to be engineering studies. Okay, now is this, now is this going to go anywhere near um, Rocky Point? Is that the idea? Or? No, unfortunately, uh, there, Warwick is one of the places, but there hasn't, there hasn't been an actual site. Um, we were thrown out of Johnston by their just fine mayor. Uh, That's interesting. Where did, the, where did you want to put it in Johnston? Wanted nothing to do with uh, having any new businesses in Johnston. Which is kind of contrary to his pronouncements. Which is scary for anybody in these economic times. But I wonder what you think about uh, this whole idea of raising seed through crowdfunding. Because I've seen it done very well. I've seen it done successfully. Uh, and I've seen situations where there has been, well, incidentally in Wickford right near me, there was a shop who managed to raise $100,000 through crowdfunding in a very organic way. Um, and a year later, they're closed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just seemed like a good idea at the time to a lot of people, I guess. Right. I don't. I guess it's just a situation where, kind of like maybe a successful club, you know, the the stars have to be aligned. Um, there's it has to be an idea that appeals to a lot of people at the same time. Um, it has to be presented correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of factors that have to click into place. It's that in, it's that um, intangible. Yeah, it seems like it has to be done in a very organic way too, which is I, I think w- what I saw in Wickford was a shop that had been part of the town for hundreds and hundreds of years, and you know there wasn't any real marketing that went into it. It was almost word of mouth. People around town that said, "Maybe we can help these guys out." Right. Then that probably really didn't need, you know, this approach. I mean, it probably would have amounted to the same thing if the business owner had just picked up the phone and spoken to a few friends in Wickford. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, try it, but don't get your hopes up because, and if you try it and it doesn't succeed, it doesn't necessarily mean that your idea is bad. Right. I mean, it just means that all those different factors didn't gel. The, uh, the idea I've had, and I haven't seen it on too many Kickstarter or other uh, crowdfunding campaigns is having what they call a transparency portal. So, the website would actually have, uh, minus the account numbers and the addresses, the receipts of where this money is being spent. You know, it was here's the receipt from the lawyer, here's this receipt from the engineering, here's the, the town fees, and that would all be available to people who donated at yeah. every level because yeah, what's $10 for one person and what's $1,000 for another person is kind of... I'll tell you, I'm not sure that that is really necessary or would make that much of a difference. Maybe because... I don't know. The internet seems to be the home of very gullible, trusting people. <laughs> um, you know, really. Including I mean, our state representatives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that would make a difference. What if 38 Studios was crowdfunded instead of taxpayer funded? You know, I don't think those idiots would have got dollar one. Seriously. <laughs> well, the, the project was already thrown out of Massachusetts. I mean, right, it was, well, let's go to Rhode Island. It, was, it wasn't only thrown out of Massachusetts. It was thrown out of Wall Street. Yeah. I mean, the people on Wall Street who throw money at, well, actually, we won't, yeah, we won't rehash the stupid concepts of throwing money at, but yeah, I mean, that project was thrown out of Wall Street. It was thrown out of Massachusetts. Um, it was probably thrown out of a few other places probably thrown out of the Red Sox locker room when he passed the hat over there, <laughs> you know. But it wasn't thrown out of our fanboy, crowded, not just legislator, but state officers, Absolutely the state not. office holders at the time. No, no I, like I, said, I don't think it would have raised too much money because I think there's a certain, like I said, the intangibles. There's got to there's be a vibe at work there. Yeah. 
you know, like you say, that, you know, that business that raised all this money and then they were out of business in a year. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a uh, sustainable idea. It just has to be an idea that catches people's fancy. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and an unreliable way to do it at best. There is, there's some exciting things on tap for the new year here in our little state, though. So, well, we'll see how they pan out. But let's get back to uh, some more local music. We're going to hear from Hunter now. This track, Smooth Seas Never Made for a Skilled Sailor, right here on The Tony Jones Show. One, two, one, two, three, five. Too much. 
your dirty little secret. One of our favorites here on the Tony Jones Show. You just heard from the Evil Streaks, Dirty Little Secret, the name of that one. Before that, we heard some Hunter, Smooth Seas Never Made for a Skilled Sailor, letting the ladies have their say right here on the Tony Jones Show. That's right, back-to-back female-fronted local music. And, George, if you can believe it, we, uh, we just about got to get out of here. Wow. And, um, well, I want to thank you for being part of the show and, and being back in the co-host seat, of course. My pleasure. I'll do it as often as I can. Just want to let you know what you heard tonight. We had our two token holiday songs to start the show. We started things off with those Sokka pop star Hopping Ghosts. Then we heard from the Misfits covering Blue Christmas, if you can believe it. We heard from the Jesse Minute, Roz Raskin and the Rice Cakes, and Listen Lady off of the Tiki Zombie soundtrack, Welcome to Tiki Z's. We heard Tiki Zombie in action, Timothy Price. Then we heard from Colorblind, the Smithereens, Blindside Thunder, our old pals, who incidentally have a uh, gig coming up on the second at the Met. Then we heard from Hunter and the Evil Streaks, and I'm going to leave you with a band that we've been playing here on the Tony Jones Show for quite a few weeks now, and they are what I would consider to be critically acclaimed, but just remember, you heard him here first on the Tony Jones Show. <laughs> We're going to hear from Jets Can't Land. I can't do that, Dave, wrapping up another episode of the Tony Jones Show. Don't forget to go to TonyJones.org, Facebook.com slash Tony Jones Show, and on Twitter at Tony Jones NRI. George, thank you again. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com.